Bob Saget here. I hope you're doing well. You got a podcast. It's called Small Town Scuttlebutt. I had a scuttlebutt and it left a smear on the carpet because I rubbed my butthole like a dog in heat. Small Town Scuttlebutt is sponsored by Larkin's Liquors, helping you make the right selection on wine, beer, and spirits since 1935. Royal Pizza, where each pizza is carefully prepared to order using only wholesome and natural ingredients. When it's time for a pizza, it's time for Royal Pizza. Also by Park Street Books. They're more than just books. They also have toys, pottery, and sometimes barbecue. And by Mario's Lawn Care. Enjoy the season and leave the fall cleanup to the pros at Mario's Lawn Care. Here it comes, right on time. It's another season of Small Town Scuttlebots. Oh, great. These guys again? Where's the Tylenol? Small Town Scuttlebutt is the show where we find out what the people have to say. Traffic lights that are timed wrong makes my morning drive too long. Suburban moms love drinking wine. Let's go check the grievance line. Small Town Scuttlebutt. That is Rick, he's a daddy, wrote the post that drove you mad I am Mike, I work with kids, I do the things you wish you did Kathy's always killing time, talking about some unsolved crime We made this podcast just for you Really nailed that kazoo, Rick Oh, alright, a little late there, Kath Thanks, though Recording from a basement in a small town somewhere in the United States of America Here's Rick Fink Jr., Mike Page, and Kathy Ferris. Okay, guys, we're back. I am Rick Fink Jr., hanging out in my basement for Season 2, Episode 1 of the only podcast in the world called Small Town Scuttlebutt. And I'm doing it with my wingman and wing girl, Kathy Ferris and Michael Page. How are you guys doing? I've been great. Me too. I'm like rested up for this. Rested up, Mm -hmm. rejuvenated, ready to go. We got good ideas in season two. Yeah, I and I actually in the last few days received several messages from various people asking, uh, "Did I already miss season two? Is it out there already?" Mm -hmm. Nope. Here we are. Here we are. Coming to you uh, with an agenda. We're gonna have themes. We're going to talk about relationships. Yeah. We're and you can tell that mental we're mental health. We're going to talk about all sorts of things that really are at the basis of right. Of and as a listener, you can tell that we're very academic and serious mm-hmm. because there was a kazoo mm-hmm. uh, in the theme song and also the Bob Saget talking about dragging his scuttlebutt across. <laughs> the- <laughs> I know. I'm not a fan of the potty humor, but um you know, that's what he gave us, so we'll take it. I feel it. like this is the first day of school when you go back, and they're like, what did you do over summer vacation? Uh-huh. And then you just draw a picture of your family at a restaurant, <laughs> like a rest stop, and your parents are drinking, and you're just sitting in the car crying, and you're like, oh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I will say uh, we're sitting at a beautiful new table that you built, Rick, so mm-hmm. thank you for that. There's a very serious console in front of me. There's I'm, a I'm, whiteboard. Yeah, yeah, I'm really impressed with the whole setup here. We've done quite a few things that are going to improve this podcast. Do we want to talk about them or do we yes. want to just reveal them and, and show them to you? Like, we're going to have, uh, let's just say we, we have some contacts in Hollywood and from time to time we're going to pull a celebrity. 
Well, we, we already did one of those. Right, we already so did one of that those. Reveal. That's right, that's and right. Rick, if I'm being honest, I'm already in your Hello. basement. The last thing I want you to do is revealing anything. <laughs> so, okay. If you can avoid that, that'd be great. Why, do you guys feel vulnerable that you're in my basement and there's only one way out? I feel vulnerable that, that you turned the lights way down. It's yeah. very dim in right. here. And what's the very white for? Like, <laughs> what's the very yeah. white music for? Uh, um, I just feel like this gets us in a mood. By all means, you're closest to the light switch. Turn it back on. No, and it's... you brought the disco light in. So what are you talking about? Yeah. No, this is like we have up Studio the game, Fifty Four right? over here. Yeah, you think me that's I'm a weird. disco light? This reminds me more of like the uh, the roller rink. Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. Totally missed the roller rink thing. I was actually playing real hockey with real ice skates and not skating in a circle for absolutely no reason whatsoever, like you did. Apparently. Isn't that what ice hockey is? No, dude. I feel like Erica, uh, our teen librarian who was in the roller derby, was yeah. probably more athletic than. Oh. I will. I will take her on. Like, I will take her on in roller derby. Right. And I'll take. Whoa! Whoa! What? I feel like right. that's a public thing now, right? Erica Cody, I know you listen every week. <laughs> Rick Fink Jr. just implied that he could take you on in roller derby. We need to make this happen. Actually, you know what? She's an ally. I want to be on her team. Yeah, nope. Show but that's not to, what you just said. To, no. And Kathy and I, and I believe the rest of Medfield, we want to see Erica take you out. I want to see that. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's what's now going to happen. Yeah. Erica, no. Uh, no. we're going to make this happen before the end of the season. Medfield needs this. Uh, we I need agree. a hero, Erica, and right. you are that hero. Right. Right. No, we're friends, and if if I'm not. Nope, this yeah. is a Footloose I don't even want to introduce her to you guys. Yeah, but you just threw down, mm -hmm. and she's going to slam you down, right. and it's going to be the greatest thing <laughs> of the whole We've season. We've been trying to get her more incorporated into this podcast, and I yeah. can't think of a better way than coming in hot like that. I yeah. think we need to have her on. Um, well, she's helping me with several side projects yes, for well, this podcast. Let's so. segue to uh, some of these things you can look forward to, folks. If okay. you can actually... Get through this episode and stomach a second one, and you make it to the third one. You're making it to our first official special, and this yep. one is going to be a Halloween special. And I don't even think half of you have the backbone and the guts to even get through the whole episode. I don't it's know why so you're downplaying this episode. This episode is going to be quite good. No, we I have think that's what he was talking guests. about. He doesn't know if they have the backbone and the guts to get through this episode to get oh, to episode three. Sorry, Mike. No, no, you're, you're wrong. No, you misunderstood me. I'm Kathy, not. you're good. Maybe yeah. I just didn't make sense. It's probably the Chardonnay talking about. I no How many have you had? Set her home. No. Set her home. First Chardonnay. of all, don't even say that. I'm embarrassed that they, I had the little, the travel bottle. Mm -hmm. It's like my Term. juice box, right? <laughs> right. We talked about Capri Sun. Mommy's juice yeah. box. Right. This is Kathy's, this is Kathy's Capri Sun. All right. This rundown is brought nope. to you by <laughs> Mario's nope. Lawn Care. No. We're first. Nope. Yes. All right, guys. They don't want us to do the rundown. Nope. They think it's too long and I get too long winded. But if they would just stop noping nope. me, I can do it. We in spend 15 five seconds. weeks talking about why we don't need a rundown because everyone knows what we're going to be doing. We're going to be just no. stick with us. You're going to like this. We're not going to waste 17 minutes talking about the rundown. And if we're still in the rundown, let's um, just keep this going. I'll do it. Are you ready, under, Mike? Under 17 seconds. Mike, are you ready? ready? We're going to talk about a new grievance line. We're going to thank our sponsors. We're going to investigate where this fan letter is coming from. And there's a Medfield in Baltimore, and Kathy and Mike want to live there. And then we're going to introduce our guests, Mary Long and Garrison Schilling, two students from Medfield High School. Okay, over to Kathy with the grievance line. Thanks, Mike. Even though we did do the rundown, which we weren't supposed to do. Grievance line, 
we understand that there is stuff going on. This is a tough time. We've always had grievances, and we now have a grievance line. We want to hear from you. If you have a grievance, let us know at grievances at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. In fact, we already have some on the way. Let's let's listen. Hi. Uh, I want to report a smell of a wires. <laughs> There's a distinct wire smell coming from outside. Uh, I was wondering if there is a fire, like a wire fire. Uh, it's, it's not. Does he know who he's calling? Yeah. I, what? Guys, I thought when we were starting the grievance line that it was going to be like com- complaints, like things that you would have posted on Facebook would get sent to us instead. Right. Like, like I Kev. like this. I think this is a very um, alert citizen. But I almost feel like he meant to to call like. Police department or the fire station. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad. Why are we breaking these down? I thought we were just gonna oh, listen to our right, grievances. Well, are we listen. listening? Let's go. Not like a regular fire, like a like a trash fire or a, a battery fire. It smells like wires. Thank you. My name is Jamie. All right. Bye bye. I don't even know what we're supposed to do with that. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> this is why. We should have been a little more selective when we started a grievance line. We probably should have. Mm-hmm, I this, like it's a catch-all. I no, like that yeah. it's a catch-all. So you can <laughs> you can grieve about anything. Yeah, yeah you can. Let's keep going. We've Wire got more. Wire, we, where's this we've guy? got more. I'd like to report <laughs> the guy did not sound like from around here, which is fine. You need to do something. They're driving too fast around here. I almost got run over. They're going too fast. You got, you got to do something about how fast people are driving. Preach. Yes, that's true. Wow. <laughs> I, I've got a potential suspect list of about eight people who that call could have been from. Absolutely. I don't, I don't um, drive over the speed limit in my neighborhood uh, or community um, or in others, I, but I do, you know. I feel like that's a confession. Pick it up, on, pick it up on the highway. Just... Yeah, I make up for it though, Rick. I make a point of going a little too fast coming in and out of your driveway. <laughs> mm-hmm. nope. Why do you guys park in the street? I, I don't get it. We I usually don't, here. but uh, there was somebody in a gray truck uh, when I got here that was parked in the driveway. My favorite thing is to go through a school zone and go at the actual limit of a school zone, which is 20, 20. miles an hour, which is incredibly slow, incredibly slow. I, I walk faster than that, but I love doing it because I like to judge other people who are not doing the school zone speed limit. Do you like to be the pace car for the 18 Absolutely. people trying I like to get to, to work? Like, I like doing the slow nod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's Kathy getting the, her 830 right. ride to Starbucks when people are trying to get to work. That's not to say off. if people don't you, you send us your grievances, we're going to help you out with this. I think we have some more. Do we have more? Yeah, there's one more. Okay. Hello, this is Jamie calling again. I call. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> is this? <laughs> this is wire, wire fire. Wire <laughs> It doesn't matter. This, I like it. A repeat is customer. Is this wire fire? Okay. I think, who knows? Do we have a Keep going. on how many times they can call? called yesterday uh, t- for the news to mention my birthday. It was my birthday yesterday. I am 39 years old and i specifically mentioned that i would like for amy rosenthal the weather lady uh, on the six o'clock news to mention that it is my birthday and she did not so i don't know if maybe my message got lost or something but um she could say it today if she wanted to um but just you know make sure she mentions that it was actually yesterday uh 
that would be fine. Again, my name is Jamie, and I am 39 years old, and this is for Amy Rosenthal, the weather lady. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Jamie so... Jamie had a banging 39th birthday party. First of all, we yeah. should just say to Jamie, who obviously is a listener and a fan, yeah, thanks, happy Jamie. birthday. We happy may not birthday, be Amy, Jamie. but we wish you a happy 39th birthday. Which was yesterday. And also, Jamie, I'd also like to mention to you, you reached out to the wrong place we don't know amy rosenthal um i don't even think she's the weather girl in our it doesn't even market. matter we can get her email boston we can help out sounds like you're in the austin or yeah he sounds El Paso like market. do not discourage people from calling into the grievance line we can help out right yes. but i'd also like to add 39 uh is probably a little past the cutoff point nope. to be Asking for and expecting a happy birthday. I love that. I like when people tell you what they want. They tell you what they want. From the news, no less. No, I love it. I don't like when people are like, oh, it's my birthday. You don't have to do anything. Don't do anything. But then they expect something. I like the fact that he expected Mm -hmm. the news person to wish him a happy birthday. Good for you. It's kind of like on Facebook when people say, hey, instead of wishing me a happy birthday, remind me of the the funniest moment we shared or share, Mm -hmm. tell me a joke. You know, right. that kind of thing. Like, yeah. it's Create my birthday. your own happiness. Yes, but, it's my birthday. I want you to acknowledge Anytime somebody, it, like, when my family says, Kathy, what do you want for your birthday? I always say the same thing. I'm like, here's the thing. What I want is I want my favorite meal, which is stuffed peppers and to be left the hell alone. So that's that. Happy birthday, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So hang on. I'm also yeah. being, I'm realizing here that we didn't advertise this very well. <laughs> that we had a grievance line for this season. And 67% of the calls came from Austin. Yeah. Or so, uh, I love it. Listeners, we've got a grievance line now. And the way you can uh, get involved, and hopefully we can have less Jamie in our <laughs> We don't care line. if you're from Iceland or from Medfield. Or maybe we have the same amount of Jamie, but we would also love your input. I kind of like Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> I do, too. Sounds good. But So you can uh, contact us at grievance. At smalltownscuttlebutt.com. I think it's grievances. Grievances with an grievances. S. Oh, I'm sorry. Grievances right. at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Uh, please send it in the form of an MP3 or a voice memo, and we'll do the rest. Right. Yep. Good. All right. Let's close the chapter on grievance line. We're moving on to sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, last season, we had no street cred. We had no listeners or downloads, and we didn't even know what we were doing, and at the time, we charged only a dollar for an ad. Let's make it official. We're doing something. We're offering a service. What's it worth? We don't know. So let's just make it a dollar. Bring some credibility to our show because we have some backers. Well, that was and last bring year. some. That was last. Season. Last season, right? Yeah. Well, we got some data, and uh, we kind of have it. We put a number on our advertising, and we we went out, and now we have legit advertising with a legit advertising budget to play with. Yeah. Like, you know, we have some play money. Yeah. Do we anymore? Because I feel like you spent all the play money. <laughs> Where did I spend the play money on? Well, you're working on a few things already. Right. Well, we're sitting um, on a table. We're going to have to rent out the roller rink so <laughs> you can get schooled by Erica. Right. That'll be exciting. Right. Okay. We've got that, a whiteboard now. A, a roller skating rink for an hour. What do you think that costs? About 12 bucks. I don't know. Have Probably going by nineteen seventies prices. I don't know. Like, what's a twelve-year-old birthday party? That sets you back like what two hundred and twenty-five bucks. Yeah. All right. That'd be worth it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to thank those sponsors, and if you want to be mentioned on a show that also has people like 
Bob Saget, for example, who came in with our cold open. Sure. Um, and if you want to be part of the community or whatever, hop on board. Send us an email. Send it to our manager, Leanne Bravo, at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Say, I want in on some of this advertising. Tell me more. And um, I'll shoot you a text. And Leanne spells it L-E-E-A-N-N. That's correct. Right? No, Bravo, no B-R-A-V-O, at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Even yep. if we, we've also been offering this season uh, single episode um, sponsorships as well. You don't have to lock in for the whole season. We have affordable pricing is what we're saying. We're yep. like Bob's Furniture of podcasts. And oh, clearly yeah. none of us are salespeople. Nope. Nope. Also, I just want to make a second. Did you guys know that that lady from Bob's Furniture is not his wife? Yes. I did not know that. She's okay, a school teacher, going. apparently. Okay. She, yeah. She's annoying, actually. She I, is. I, I hate yeah. those commercials. So is Bob. Bob, yeah. I mean, let's not focus on her. I can Bob tell is you. the worst. You know well, what let's it is? focus it's on her affordability. Haircut. It's her haircut. Not that Bob's got a... Nope, awesome. she's but anyway, if you want us to talk great about your business, contact Leanne Bravo <laughs> at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Okay, so that's uh, covers sponsorship. Let's move over to. Bring it back, Mike. We got three fan letters from the same person last season, and Kathy. I am on the case. Wants to know what's going on. So I'm all on we, the she case. signs the letters AQ. I'm sure AQ is excited that we're back. Hi AQ. Hi AQ. Here's the thing. Um, I like I like the fact that you're um, anonymous. It's intriguing, um, but it's also sucking up the rest of my extra time. And so what I have done is I have employed <laughs> Erica Cody from who is a teen librarian who's very cool, who can pull off a uh, sleeve of tattoos and multicolored hair, but also has great research. And we are, we are scouting this down. So we have started an investigation. We've opened an investigation. What does that mean? That's right. We have a vanilla envelope. I mean, uh -oh. vanilla <laughs> folder. Yep. And we've got staples and stuff and some red string. And we are going to figure this out. But if you want to help us, AQ, just keep sending us some letters. Send yeah. us some cues. Send us some hints. Because we are samples. we are right here. Yeah. We're right here. Now, I, everything sounds like fun and games, and this show is great and all, but the term investigation has a connotation to it. Like, she's a perp, and we need to find her. That's I think not she, true. She's well, a that's fan. Kathy's treat assumption. Her, treat her like a fan, because that is what she is. I am treating her like a fan. Okay, but you're investigating a fan. I, I'm AQ. I'm not. I'm sorry that I'm you. passionate no, she about wants projects. To know who this number one fan is. Oh, I, exactly. I do too. I do too. I, can I make a new uh, guess? Actually, no. I'm gonna take that back. Mm -hmm. I was gonna guess that it's Wirefire Jamie. <laughs> Wirefire. Uh, because Jamie is obviously a big fan as well. Maybe, maybe that could possibly be yeah, it. But I've seen the hand. I was gonna say I've seen the handwriting though, and I don't. I don't think it's Wirefire. I will from tell Texas. you this. Let me just. Tell listeners, here's the thing. As we all know from season one, because I know that you all listen to season one, <laughs> is that the return address is 230 Main Street, which is Shaw's supermarket. So I did a deep dive, and I looked through all the employees that I could get my hands on public records of Shaw's supermarket that had a Q in their name and came up empty. Anyway, but no the kidding. point is, is that that's where I started. That's how... That's how committed i am i'm like kegney and lacy committed to this, this thing okay awesome. and a lot of you don't know who that is because you're not 52 years old and if you are then you know how committed i am okay <laughs> good thank you okay aq we're looking forward to future letters
Mike, what's going on with this medfield? I told you there are two medfields. You finally concede. Yes, there are two medfields. And now right. only one you want to move there. Only one is a town. The other is just matter. a neighborhood. We're not conceding. But, dude, but we never talked about just moving but on. Kathy and I. You want to move I, there. So I joined the Medfield Hampton gang page on Facebook uh-huh. from the other Medfield. And let me tell you, folks, everybody here loves Medfield, Massachusetts. I'm not poo-pooing Medfield, Massachusetts, but what I will say is mm-hmm. the Medfield town, or neighborhood, I mean, mm-hmm. is what the Medfield town in Massachusetts is pretending to be and wants to be. No way. Medfield, Baltimore. You mean, you mean the real, is Medfield, the real utopia? Baltimore is, they are the most polite people on, on social media, and I, I, anybody that hates CCM and even finds friends in Medfield is a little too, like, it gets too into the weeds on stuff. You have to stop. You have to make, because we are going to promote this show to the Baltimore neighborhood. We have to let them know that CCM stands for Concerned Citizens of Medfield. Yes. It is our cesspool deposit area on social media where we are horrible to each other. And then your equivalent is nothing but, I don't know, nice. It's. It, conversation started. It's the PBS. It's, it's the, the PBS. It's the of greatest Medfield. thing. And there's <clears throat> a, there's a woman named Diana Dunkel that I I think it needs to be a goal of our show to have her on the air before the end Let's. of this season. We should fly her in because on she, Southwest from Baltimore, ninety nine bucks. We have that thanks to you're Mario's spending Lawn. all you're spending Hold all. On. Thanks to Mario's Hold Lawn on. Care. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's, it's Thanks COVID to Park Street Books. Thanks to Larkin's Liquors. We could fly her up He's here. Spending all the yes. pizza money. Thanks to all those sponsors. However, it's COVID times, yeah. and based on her we profile can picture, also get her a mask. I don't think we want her flying on a First plane. First of all, she seems like a responsible citizen that she wouldn't fly, but I completely agree. Mike got me hooked, and I am now a member of their community page as well, and it is it. amazing. Amazing. I would just read so, it. Um, has anyone ever ate bologna and potato chips together on a sandwich? Good. <laughs> That's a post. Really? That's what they're talking about. Does anyone know a contractor who could replace a light bulb in my freezer? <laughs> who eats macaroni, ground beef, and tomatoes together? <laughs> Would you go to somebody's funeral who didn't go to yours? Right? <laughs> I mean, I, it's so What so is the one food you will not eat? And, and Are people now, engaging? Hold on. Yes, I was just going to say. This is great. Has anyone ever ate bologna and potato chips to, uh, together on a sandwich? Sure. Good. 210 comments. I was going to no. say. I was 17 say. shares. Yeah. Yes. Has an, uh, but how uh, many what is the one negative? food you will not eat? 117 comments. Are you yes. joking? Wow. I don't, I've don't. i never gotten 117 comments on anything I've done in my life. They're sincere and they're funny and yeah. they're engaging and they're genuine. And like honestly, that's what it's about. Like uh-huh. We're not saying this in a way of poking fun. We're saying yeah. this in a way of like this wholesomeness, this like it's this authenticity. Absolutely. Like we can get there. We can be there. Let's get there. I would love to know what kind of policing they do. Of it. They must vet out any jerk or never. I know they let person. me in. They yeah, let me into and they welcomed us. Yeah. How, they what have was like the welcoming? Lo- was, like, it's a, it's an every Friday. Welcome our new members. And you were mentioned. And guess Let's what? Not only do they tag you, yeah. like half oh, of wow. the group will say hi. Like, those, those posts get like 100 comments of people just saying, welcome. Hey, hi. Hi. Right, right. Okay. Welcome to the, it's welcome like, to the it's, page. It's like well, I'm on Weight Watchers and it's the same thing. It's like, girl, just stick with the program. It's going to work. Oh, and this okay. is exact. They're like the Weight Watchers yeah. of Medfield. So can you <laughs> Who remembers guys- a man named Andy who played Santa back in the 40s and 50s? Did he come to your house to check on you? 121 people probably, right? 
Well, I I caught that one in the first eight minutes that it had been posted when I screenshotted that, and there were but there were already two shares. Wow. Then now they were talking. They were asking about another couple too, and they got that down like that. Like if we had, if I went to them and said I got this fan letter and it said AQ on it, yeah. They would know who it was, okay. yeah. and I'd be over their house, and we'd be having a And they'd a pie. tell you where they grew up. There's yeah. a lot of that going on is on that it? page, too. It's hey, does so anybody lovely. remember Suzanne that used to live on? A lot of reminiscing going I would. Yeah. Is this like a senior um, kind of citizen There, There are a lot group? of senior citizens, but it's it's, it's uh, across the generations, citizens, though. Yeah. Yeah. You caring. know what? How they, many they, play they... games on your cell phone or computer? Just curious. Okay, right. we got a new segment on this show. We're going to re- read some posts from Medfield, no, we're Massachusetts, gonna become them. and we're then going we are to going to them. juxtapose. Like, yeah. here's the deal. Next week, Mike, you read Med, uh, Concerned Citizens of Medfield I love posts, it. I and love then it. Kathy... You yeah. do the like, grievances. Every day. Like you, you come up with like for seven days in a week. Yep. Every day. One post find each day. Find one each day. And we'll do you just you know why we back should and forth like you did. Yeah. Do you know why we days. should do this? Is because they say that you're the average of the of the, the five people that you hang around with the most. The, mm-hmm. so the five closest people to you, yeah. that's that's who you are as an average. Okay. Because you, you are who you associate with. From Rick Moore. Exactly. So you so it's I, like I no, this is something that I actually I think very closely about in my own life so like that's something that i think as people as a community we should be thinking about i'm excited about this see i'm aren't you glad you tuned in for season two because look at how much stuff we're doing now yep this is awesome yep love it yep last time we were just learning how to turn the machine on and talking to the microphone right what's next okay finally we're gonna wrap it up with uh oh i guess we'll talk about our guests yeah all right why don't we cut to a commercial break and then we'll come back and then we will introduce uh, Garrison Schilling. Actually, I should say Mary Long first. Ladies before gentlemen. Yes. Mary Long, our junior correspondent, and Garrison Schilling, a philanthropist and senior at the uh, high school there in town. Okay. We'll be back after this sponsorship break brought to you by Mario's Long Care. What if there was a bookstore that had puzzles, pottery, and sometimes barbecue? There is. <laughs> Park Street Books, located at 504 Main Street in Medfield, open seven days a week. And if things couldn't get better, they can. Park Street Books is now online. So you can browse their huge book selection or get your little artist a pottery kit without ever leaving your home. Park Street Books, they're more than just books. There's some barbecue, sometimes. Oh, leaf blower season, my favorite time of the year. Foliage is beautiful, but those leaves can't stay on your lawn, so what are you going to do? A. Do it yourself and get blisters from raking. B. Hire some uninsured fly-by-night guy who may show up and do a mediocre job. Or C. Call Mario's Lawn Care. Well, if you don't know the answer, do what I did in high school. Always go with C. My friend Mario will take care of those leaves and so much more that has to be done this fall, like prepping your beds for fall gardening projects. For the best service in lawn care, Call the best landscaping company. That's Mario's Lawn Care. All right, so we've got uh, two guests here to kick off season two. We thought we'd stay local here and we'd talk to the younger generation in Medfield because I don't really feel like they've got as much of a voice as blowhards like us who have a podcast mm-hmm. or, or can get on the social media and tear it up with Karen. You know what I'm saying? So I have with me... Uh, Mary Long, she's a junior correspondent with us now. Hi, Mary. Howdy. How you doing? 
Uh, adequate, actually. Good. I can't yeah. wait to talk to you and how we've fostered this relationship. Mary is also our new babysitter, so you can't have her. She's ours. Neither one of us need babysitters, but yeah, thank you. Thank you kids. for the offer. Also, Mary is a free agent, and Mary can do whatever she wants. <laughs> But she's really here as a junior correspondent, which we're all excited about. Uh, Great. So. Yeah, we'll get into that more um, and what your role will be on the show and what you would like to accomplish. And then we have Garrison Schilling, a senior at Medfield High School, somewhat of a philanthropist who has started a, uh, a little project he calls My Buddy Bill. And so we're going to learn a little bit more about that soon. So how are you doing, Garrison? Doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, really thanks excited. for... Thanks for coming in. I like your enthusiasm. You guys are pumped up. You want to speak out. And what I'd like to make clear to you guys and all of the kids at the high school is that you've got a platform to be heard on this podcast. Calling in. We have a grievance line. If you want to complain about the pressure for mom and dad or whatever, you know, you can do that. You're the junior correspondent. You're going to be the ears to the ground on what's going on with youth in Medfield because a lot of parents mm -hmm. on social media seem to know it all they know what's best for you and they know what's plaguing you which is ironic because what they don't know is most of the problems stem from them mm -hmm. I'm just being biased I remember being a teenager and I always remembered whose fault it was mom and dad's to some degree I'll, I'll let you right yeah they're the same people that are also sharing posts that are wildly inaccurate and then they they you know, quietly take it down three days later because they realized. Because <laughs> we learned how to take things down. That's why we that's didn't right. know we were even posting it. Yeah. <laughs> they argue it for the first 24 hours. Then they realize they're wrong and just quietly remove it. I'm excited that Mary's here. I don't know if people remember from season one, but we uh, this started in season one. And if you're back on season two, thank you. Um, but Mary wanted to be one of the moderators. And what what was the board, Mary? Concerned citizens of Medfield. Concerned citizens of Medfield. And we were advocates for Mary to do that. But when we met Mary, we thought, hmm, let's just take Mary for our podcast. Mm -hmm. We picked you up <laughs> off the waiver wire and we're running with it. Yeah. Mary, did you not just have an altercation on, not only in real life at an intersection, but then again in fake life on social media? Oh, absolutely. Let's I hear mean, all about this. What? I'm sorry. No, no, this is good. I'm just watching time. Okay. Because that's what I do. That's what you do. Yeah. All right. So you know, just at my at just enjoying the day. I'm going to first of all, I'm going to drop food off at the Medfield Food Cupboard. So mm -hmm. I'm going to do something good. Yep. And I'm I'm just at the intersection, and you know, I get the green light, and I'm like, all right, let's let's get this bread, let's drop off some food. Mm -hmm. And this woman, you know, old lady, which I was getting a lot of hate about because apparently I can't call people old even though they are, they're elderly. Yeah. Um, she uh, abruptly almost hit my car. Mm -hmm. So she stopped, and I stopped. Yeah. And she was just yelling very, like, rude words at me. Mm -hmm. And I, I described it as indecent language and unholy language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm a, I, you know, I'm a member of St. Edward's Parish. Yeah. So obviously I, I prefer an environment with no swearing. Okay. That's the ultimate name drop. But wait a minute, you don't swear at all in your own life? I, you know, sometimes, it, you know, a little... I swear all the time. My wife is so sick of it. And I've worked on it. This podcast, I don't swear. But enough about me. But yeah, I have... <laughs> I just figure people just kind of... Yeah, and that part was like... It. That part was a little like... That was just a little humor to throw in mm. concerns to Symmetra. Because yeah. it's a very, like, serious page. And I think sure. a lot of people don't really, like... 
it's definitely like be serious on the page, but don't like be mean. Because well, sometimes parents come after me, and like it's fine because I know I, not, mm-hmm. not everyone's gonna love me, but <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's it's kind of scary. And you didn't mention it just now, but you had the right of way; she did not. Right. I did and have the right of way. She almost mm-hmm. turned into you, and mm-hmm. then had the audacity to yell at you, which is classic. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I just I just sat there. I just sat there and took it, and mm-hmm. I was just like, okay. And then I. Continue to draw my food off at the Medfield Food Cupboard because that was a good thing to do. And feeling good about yourself that you didn't retaliate and you moved on. As a woman, I think that that you found your voice very young is great and that you found it in a way that, you know, is not offensive. People can listen to you is good. And I'm just excited that you're part of the team. And we're going to be really getting to, like, it's just a different part of the community that we just really haven't tapped into. So um, I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yep. I'm excited about our new our guest as well. Who, the other guy? The other guy. Garrison. Yeah, yeah so let's move <laughs> over to Garrison. We'll talk a little bit about, I call you a philanthropist. You're a high school senior. You're a hockey player um, playing on a club team in Rhode Island that you have to get to in a little bit. And also, you're the goalie here at Medfield High yep. Varsity. Which, it just dawned on me, I was going to bring this up. I was going to ask you, who was the goalie two years ago? It must have been you. At the... Um, midfield day, you know how you have that fundraiser where it's like shoot on the goalie. Yeah, and I always do it. I and I pay for like ten, I pay what I get ten shots. I'm like every year I'm like how many can I put past a high school varsity goalie at age forty whatever, you know? And it's usually one or two, and I'll take it. But about two years ago, there was nothing. There's no available net. The whole net was filled up. Was that you? Uh, yeah, that was me. I guess you and my mom have a different story because I think she netted like eight or nine on no, really? all, on, all on video too. And no. I, yeah, that's a that's a piece of digital history that's never gonna go away. But, so, but the beautiful thing is that's never going away for Rick either. You yeah. just mm-hmm. put him on blast. Yeah, I didn't know about it until he admitted to it. Yeah, no, it was. Front, I'm, yeah. But did you play in high school? I did, but um, the scattering report would be I wasn't physical enough and I had oh. a weak slap. Oh, you were a grocery stick. What do you, what's, what's the hat? Stick? Uh, the guy who doesn't play, who sits between the offense and the D on the bench. Like no, a, no, like a grocery I was, stick. Oh, that's funny. Oh. No. That <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> this is the separator. No, I was all right. I, I felt like I was. I'm writing that down. Okay, so you tell me about your um, buddy Bill. Yeah, I it's mean. It's a charity that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did so it start? I want to say about a year ago. It's We're approaching the one year anniversary, but. My best friend, who used to grow up in, who grew up in Medfield, but he moved to California. His name's Trey Jenkins, and uh, he was in town. His sister is a student at Emerson. I think she's a junior now. But he was in town, and he had like a really nice hotel room. So I stayed with him at that hotel for the week. And his sister was showing us around Emerson campus, and we were just walking up and down this park. Like uh, he had never seen Boston really before because he moved when he was so young. But we ran into this guy. Uh, it was a homeless man. He had one of those uh, like push walkers mm-hmm. because he has his leg. One of his legs is really. Uh, it's in like a big uh, brace. Yep. Kind of like uh, very. It's very not like mobile. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were buying like all these foods that like you know the vendors and the push carts and all that. Yep. Pay like six dollars for a lemonade. Okay. And I just spilled. <laughs> Yeah, I bought one of them, and I spilled all the lemonade all over my hands. So I was just, like, trying to find, a, like, a water, like a sink or something to wash them with. And Bill uh, offered me, oh, like, a wet napkin or, like, a, a towelette. Mm-hmm. And after that, 
I just talked to him for a bit. Uh, he told me a little bit about his life. He's uh, I think he was a, a veteran from Vietnam who in recent years had lost uh, the ability to pay for his like homestead, his, his just life in general, he had to sell his car, his wife passed. Uh, he was recently diagnosed with, uh, I can't remember the name of the disease, but basically his leg was just getting given out on him. And he told me that he used to bike from coast to coast, like he was a very active man after the war. And uh, just like hearing all that, all the stories about that, really like it just kind of got to me. So we talked a little longer, we talked a little longer. Eventually, I gave him uh, a hand, like a just a, a little bit of money uh, out of my wallet, and we went back to the hotel. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, I wonder where he's going, and I wonder where he's staying. And my friend had kind of moved on from it, and but I hadn't yet. And later that night, we were we didn't want to pay like the twenty dollar like handful of Sprite in the fridge when you go into a mini fridge at a hotel. Right, right. So I was like, listen, I'll just go to Seven Elevens down the street. I'll be back in like 20 minutes uh, and I'm walking there and like I want to say 11 at night it's cold too it's it's really cold this night and I, I, we, I walk by him I see a big burly dude laying on the stairwell on a bank in like on a very busy street at night and I'm like that looks like looks like Bill and I went up to him and I probably should not have woken up a homeless man <laughs> like uh I was like hey and then you up, <laughs> and um, he's like, oh, well, what's going on? And then I was like, hey, man, it's me. We, we talked earlier. I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I got to go to the doctor's in the morning because he was getting some sort of health care. Uh-huh. I was like, sorry for waking you up then, man. And yep. he, was, he was like, that's all right. And then he reached for his water, and he pulled out a bag of like what looked like all he had to his name. And it was like a granola bar and a, like a half-drinking thing, a Sprite. I was like, hey, Stay right here. I'll be back. And I go to Seven Eleven, buy a, ga- a couple of gallons of water, buy some snacks, buy some like jerky. I was trying to get all the food groups. You were, like, you were trying <laughs> to balance like yeah. I got the protein, the fat, and the carbs. Yeah, a lot of planters like peanuts and uh, like beef jerky and probably not the most ideal stuff. A little bit of sodium yeah. in there, but well, that's you all. Wash you, it down. Yeah. With kind of all the college food. There's not a variety yeah, right. at a Seven Eleven yeah. as you would get like Shaw's. But I buy him all this stuff. I come back. I tell my brother about it. I, at first, I thought it was funny because he was like, just like my buddy. While we were talking, he t- he tells me about uh, how he's a, a son that doesn't isn't aware of his homeless status. He didn't want to. He didn't want to bring tell his son. He didn't want his son to feel like he had to take care of him. Yep. And it just didn't sit right with me because my connection with my father is so important, and like my family mm-hmm. is above all else for me. But thinking that I couldn't see my family would just destroy me. So I tell my brother about it, Grant, who's a junior at LaSalle College in Wellesley. And he's jokingly like, dude, you should do a GoFundMe. Like, maybe someone would donate. <laughs> and I was like, like that kind of works. People donate to that yeah, stuff. definitely. So I write up this GoFundMe the, the like, day we talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I set the bar at $1,000 because uh, at, if he got $1,000, he could get he could afford some sort of low income and then he could acquire a job and have a home listing like a home address on the resume. Mm-hmm. The first donation was $10 and I was like, Oh, let's go. Like we, we like, a, like a wink went by and we already reached over a thousand dollars and I met and I go, Hey, let's go get 
dinner and I was like, what's your favorite place? And we ended up eating at like, I think it was an Olive Garden, but uh, <laughs> he, yeah. Everybody Kathy loves, loves Olive Garden. Oh, no, right? I, I was like, thank you, man. I was afraid he was going to pick a steakhouse. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with the steakhouse? Steakhouses are cool. Because I, I was paying, because I had just gotten a job. But uh, There you go. I would have been afraid he was going to say McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> McDonald's is good, though. But we get there. He has no idea. Mm-hmm. No idea. And I bring my mother along, and uh, at the end of the dinner, we slide him the uh, we slide him the check, and he was just in tears. It was one of the most is a moment I'll never forget. Just watching someone out of pure joy, and and uh, after that, we still continue to talk. And one of the big things I, I I wanted to bring up on the show that no one really knows is uh, one of my good friends, Carlos Thomas, recently bought a car. And, and upgraded from his Toyota Camry to a BMW, and he was like, "You want to give this to Bill?" And I was like, "I'd love to." The BMW, oh, nice. oh not the BMW, <laughs> oh, oh. the Camry, the Camry. <laughs> Garrison, that's interesting. That like, even a thousand dollars can really make a big difference. Uh, I I had no idea. Yeah, no, everything came together when he sent me the picture of him with his do- with his granddaughter and his son, oh. and that's when I realized, well, like, we did it. Like, yeah. And it's awesome, like in a in a way, it it you you had obviously already seen his situation through your conversation, but it's cool that by starting the GoFundMe, you're looking at ten dollars, like it's a huge amount too. Where mm-hmm. you're you're getting excited for these little tiny increments that, you know, for most of us living in in Medfield, you know, a hundred bucks, whatever. Yeah, that's not a deal breaker, whatever. It's not the end of the world. But you know, when you're in that situation, obviously, it's it's major. Yeah. Are you still um where where are you now with the My Buddy Bill He's program current, or whatever not a program but a uh initiative here? I don't know. I honestly when it we reached the goal and I gave him the money, uh until I wanna say that happened, like until that happened or when that happened, up until now, we've just been on a friendly basis. Mm-hmm. And with corona, like I haven't been able to really visit him because the assisted living he's in now. Is very strict on it. I have to give like a two day notice to see him, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, we've texted just about every week, talking about sports and like just guy th- like funny like funny things you talk about with your friends, which is like awesome because he's like fifty and I'm like eighteen, but we still laugh about <laughs> like the seventies Bruins and all that. But uh, yeah, I think we're trying to get the car to him within the month, mm-hmm. but that just depends on how Corona like goes, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah, he's my buddy. Yeah, buddy you guys Bill. had a had a connection and you kept it going. That's cool. It's also a good example of that that people who are in those situations aren't. Sometimes you fall into these situations, and that it's not just you know um, the stereotypical reason of why you may see somebody on the street, and even that in itself should be helpful. But that you met somebody that you know this transformed their life. It's great. Right now we get down to it. Now you are into Rick's trivia. No, and this. no, Kathy. I think I think we butter him up with your get to know you fun questions. Okay, are you guys ready for my my yeah. questions? And Mike, right. you just keep doing whatever you're doing over there. I'm just sipping on my ginger ale. <laughs> Here at Small Town Scuttlebutt, we like to get to know our guests a little better, so we'd like to ask a few quick questions. Um, we're not going to analyze it. I just want you to feel comfortable with it. So that's where we're at. You guys good with that? So how would, Mary, how would your friends describe you? Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm pretty, I mean, I'm out there. I'm an extrovert. 
I think they'd also say I'm funny. I mean, like, I don't mean to, like, butter my own biscuit, but I, I think I'm pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, I think they're just kind of, like, an outgoing person, really. That's that's really all I got going. Mm-hmm. You got more than that going, though. Garrison, do you, would you agree with that? Is that how uh, yeah, Mary... Yeah, she was right on the nose with that. Mm-hmm. Garrison, how would your friends describe you? Uh, what's the word for it? Not really well-planned. Spontaneous? Yeah, I'm a very spontaneous person. Mary, what's the one thing you will never do again? Um, post on concern systems because <laughs> the parents are written. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I will I will always be part of concern systems. Never be silenced. That I'll never do again. Honestly, I feel like I as like a child, I was more of like I was I feel like I just wasn't nice. I just feel like I was kind of a mean sister. And I feel like I've gotten better at it. And I feel like I look back on it and I feel really bad about myself. I'm like, wow, I suck. But then, so now I kind of feel like it's like I have to share. Like I can't like those mean things. They do. They they stick with you. So I feel like I'm just kind of working on being a more positive person. Mm-hmm. Kind of being a not bad sibling. Wow. You know the Wait, great well, thing. Well, well, then that follow up, Kathy. What is the worst thing you've ever done to a sibling? Oh God. Uh, I mean. Wait, hang on. Before we get to that, where do you fall, like sibling-wise? Oh, yeah. Are you? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, are you I'm stuck in the you, middle. Okay. So that's I'm a, maybe child. maybe I can blame yeah. that on my attitude. Jane but Brady. I'm 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 the third of I'm the third of four, but okay. Me okay. and my second oldest sister Maggie, um, she's a sophomore at RIT. Um, she, me and her, you know, we're we're very similar, which makes us very different because we all we like to butt heads a lot, and I feel like honestly, it's. Not even the biggest thing. It's really just our small cat fights that kind of accumulate to the worst thing because it's it's always the bad thing that's happening. No, that's what's gonna bond you in the end. Also, that you just put this on a podcast, you're done. Like yeah. it's it's like yeah. a confessional, right? Because you're Catholic. You still have the cat fights. I mean, I mean, now that she's at college, like last door, like, like Maggie, if you're listening, like please <laughs> forgive me. There you go. Right. <laughs> no, but we're mm-hmm. no. I feel like her going away and us kind of spending less time together almost made us closer. Good. That so, you know that now at this age though is like that. Yeah. Bonus points. Impressive. Bonus points. You both will be right. in each other's weddings. Right. 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 Garrison, what's the one thing you will never do again? Mine's not uh, as considerate or well thought out, but I'm <laughs> probably never going to Vermont again. <laughs> I love it. So <laughs> random. Right. Yeah. What happened in Vermont? Uh, well, I went to Vermont over the summer for a wedding. And we stayed like two nights, and we got robbed. You want to do a quick uh, trivia? Yeah, yeah and then keep we'll, going. We'll yeah. get you out of here. Yeah, I it's can leave at you. seven. I don't want you to miss your obligations with your. No, your I'm, I'll be fine. Okay. Also, this has been the best interview we've had so far. So this is <laughs> fantastic, you guys. Okay, so you both are hockey players. You are a varsity field hockey player, okay, yeah. and you are a varsity hockey player, ice hockey, mm-hmm. both for Medfield High School. So let's just get right into it. Who's the better hockey player, as far as knowledge goes? Mary, this one goes to you. How many players are on the ice at the start of a game per team? Ice. Mm. <laughs> you gotta say one of them. I'll give you a hint. You're right with one of them. Yes, you're right. Who's the goalie? Yeah, okay, over to Garrison, who is also the goalie. Same question, but for field hockey. It's like soccer, right? Isn't there like three? For the nine? Nine? No, 11. Mary's winning. One is that like nine. lacrosse? Like there's forwards? Uh, yeah, well, I briefly looked it up online and there was sort of that breakdown of 
Droop. Does what? <laughs> Drooping. Okay, Mary. How is um? I don't know how to write this question. So how is ice hockey broken up? I know there's three, and I, I forget what they're like. Yes, that's. We're gonna give it to her anyway. There's three. And do you okay for the assist? You know what three what? Um. Any of my co-hosts? I know what it is. I'm periods. Periods. Yes, Yes, three periods. Good for you. I'll give it to you. Garrison. Same question, question, but for field hockey. (laughs) I really want to say like halves, but uh, I'm gonna go with. I I think it's probably quarters. You know what? I'll accept four quarters or two halves. There was two. Time, there's like a 75 minute game and it's, it's like soccer. Yeah, yeah, they could do two halves or. Is that true, out. Mary? Yeah, um, last year, it, it, well, like every other non corona re- year was two halves, but this year, since we have to play in masks and we also have to play 77 this year, um, we have to we get to play four. Okay. Oh, man, how about that? Seven would have been an acceptable answer for that first question, too. All right, next question, number three. Where are we on? Mike, will you tally up the scores? How are we doing here? one to one. Okay. They both got one and missed one. Well, I could figure that out. Did Mary miss one? She got the assist, but... Oh, I mean, were we counting that? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do halves. Mary, question number three. Where can a player score from on the ice? Besides that line. In the interest of time, that is your final answer, and you are correct. Yes. Okay, Garrett. <laughs> That's the worst question. Garrett, yes. Ever. Oh, you know what? I even wrote Garrett. Okay, this was something we talked about before the show, right, guys? I said I'm How many not times call you would accidentally call Garrison Garrett? Yeah, I, my coach doesn't know my real name. So Can I ask guys. you a question? Um, you're a hockey player. I'm going to guess if you, you have a nickname. I have a couple. Can yeah. I guess one? Shilly. Do they call you Shilly? No, that, that sounds like Shelly or something. But they don't call you because that's what hockey players do. They just add the Y or the E Y to the end of yeah, like gotta, Bergeron, Bergie, yeah. you know, Binky. Everybody knows that one. Mary, Binky. do you have one? Um, no. Longy. A, longy. You know. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Mary E. <laughs> the varsity names are a little bit more complicated. Like I think I go by G Money, G, uh, Gaz. Uh, yeah, we. But there's some good ones. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm. Su- I'm surprised. I wanted to ask you. I thought Shilly would be one. Um, Garrison, where can where can you score from on a pitch, if you will? For those yeah. of you who don't know, uh, a pitch is the field that the field hockey yeah. game is played on. Rick yeah. learned I'm that go. when he went you on probably Wikipedia figured that out with use of your context clues, but I wanted to spell it out there for you anyway. Is it uh, anywhere that's like? So I'm. I'm gonna go with anywhere though. No, you can score <laughs> anywhere within the D area, which is a semi-circle, about 15 can't. meters. So a goalie can never score? No. Oh, that's my dream. And you know what? You brought something up. You talked about the crease. We all should almost you can't score from anywhere. In that's ice old hockey. hockey. You can old st- hockey, you can have you, a skater can have his foot in the crease. Oh right, score. right. Now it's different. You can though. deflect in the crease. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's calling you old. <laughs> I, I call myself old when I showed him my wooden five-pound hockey sticks. Right. With some, with some untouched tape, huh? <laughs> Still pretty white. <laughs> it's it's the Sherwood no stick has a wood screw at the top. Is that is that uh, regulation? I think it's a hook. You convert it into this hangs wreaths. Oh. I got a wreath. Oh. At least about, you found a use for it. Yeah. Wow. 
That's the most like. Dad. I'll see. I'll see. You I was just gonna say that is such a suburban dad. I'll let my thing. stick and puck action do the talking, yeah, Garrison. Yeah. Okay, uh, question number four. You already did. He he destroyed you at Medfield Day. You've already you, disclosed that. I did score. His on mother him, did. I scored His on mother you. did. <laughs> a forty-two-year-old man should never <laughs> score on you, Garrison. Yeah, I mean, for many reasons. Well, let's put on the skates, Rick. Then we'll talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I had. You know what? I just had to clean out mouse poop out of them. Oh, that's gonna be our. Uh, that's gonna be our. I just Christmas bought my extravaganza. I just bought my yeah. Small town t- scuttlebutt on ice. <laughs> we'll get some ice time because we have advertising money. We'll get some ice time, and dude, I do Could have a backhand. Do, like, a I know I will score on you with my backhand. I'll even tell you, a backhand is coming. Probably put it right dude, through. You know, I don't think that stick has a curve on it, man. It's got the coffee curve. <laughs> so it's from what the eighties? Paul Coffee, yeah, Paul Coffee. Yeah. I, I don't know who Paul Coffee is. You know, this, not a long season, not this, a long career, but yeah. He's really this good. This podcast though. is going so well. I feel like we're one season away from doing our own musical on ice too. Okay. So this is going to be fantastic. How does a player become offsides, Mary? Okay, I think it's it's something with the, about the with the line like that lines up. What with color? The it's color. red. Right? Mm, go say blue. Blue. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you being nice. Good. I like so that. so if the person crosses. Blue line before the puck into the offensive end. That's right. That's exactly what you said, and you were correct. How do you go off sides in <laughs> field hockey, Garrison? The ball, I guess. The, uh, <laughs> oh, too many men on. I guess. If, I guess if there's too many people in the other team's offensive zone. Kind of a trick question. There's no such thing as offsides. Uh, um. So Mary taking, Ma- Mary's Mary taking the lead, but lead. but here's a good one. Money question. Mary, name one famous ice hockey player. Wow. What are you laughing at? I just don't really know hockey, but I, I'd let, just, I know. just said one. I just named a retired one a minute ago. Um, but you can say whatever. Think of the best of all time. Think of some Bobby. Yeah, uh, Bobby Orr. That's a good one. Now, Garrison, give me the name of a field hockey player. I'm a real big Famous. fan of uh, Mary Beth Baylor. Me too. But I really, I really like, I really love watching Kelsey Bing, <laughs> Bing with the ball. I think she's a, a wizard on on the pitch. A wizard on the pitch. This guy <laughs> pulled it right out of his rear. That's great. Good job. Okay, so I think you're both winners in my book, and um, this is gonna have to wrap up our interview. I know. I can't think of a better way to start season two, though. You both are really like amazing people. Not even like young people, like amazing people. So excited that we got to finally meet you, Garrison, and that Mary, that you're part of this team now. We're excited. Yep. You fun. guys have great attitudes. Keep doing what you're doing with Billy and uh, Bill. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Keep us updated. Come back. Let us know. Isn't that his nickname? If he played hockey, it would be Billy. Billy. So call Billy, that. Yeah. And then Billy Boy. Yeah. And then Mary, you have such good enthusiasm. She babysat. She brought over candy flashlights to my kids the other day. Why are we ending with a babysitting thing? She has so much to offer. I know, but I'm just saying, what a nice thing. She that is a, I'm a nice person, I'm not too. even going to lie. Those, mm-hmm. were, those were lousy. Those were like CVS. I thought they were really cool. Oh, and I thought you some... were talking about my kids. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. God, no. Because I was like, oh, fist bump. <laughs> totally. No, like there's some creepy men in the CVS aisles. I was like, I kind of just want to like get out of here. Yeah. So I just kind of grabbed what looked intriguing, and they kind of turned out to be lame. I, I'm mm. going to come back with something better. Um, thanks, guys. That was awesome. I'm glad you came in. Thank you guys for having me. Seriously. Yeah, you Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah, Thank you also. On, guys. This nice. is the end of C- uh, episode one. We're back. We took it. We took a beat, took some notes. 
tried to get better. How did you feel? I felt really good, but the, honestly, I feel like this is what the epitome of the pandemic has been for me, where it's like, you know, I'm trying to do something that I, I'm only doing things that I really like to do and that I'm passionate about that I'm trying to get better at. And I hope that the listeners see that, like, we so appreciate that you being here and that we're trying to get better at this, but also just have fun and mm-hmm. life is short and enjoy all of that. And I think I put every mantra that I have on my Pinterest in there. Did I not? Oh, don't sweat the small stuff. No, sweat <laughs> the small go. stuff. There you go. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Good job. Michael, you want to share anything on your exit? Yeah, no, I'm just really excited for season two. Um, I woke up this morning feeling like it's it's game day. You know, we're ready for the Super Bowl. Here we go into season two. What the listeners okay. don't know is Mike has been here for hours yeah. doing yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. Rick, Rick didn't have Wi-Fi on his own yeah. laptop and somehow in his own house. I'm fine. Right. I'm, Rick took 15 on, personal breaks. And that was somehow my... my uh, now, I do love... <laughs> I love our, I love the three of us and how we're kind of growing yes. together figuring this out. And I like having two people that don't agree with me more times than not. Because mm-hmm. if there's no conflict on the show, there's really no basis to have a conversation on, right? Right. All right, Mike, take us out of here then. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to episode one of our second season of Small Town Scuttlebutt. We, we're really grateful that you spent your time with us. Uh, as Kathy pointed out, life is short, and yet here you are hanging out with us, so we appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. That wraps up another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about us. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday wherever great podcasts are downloaded. Interact with the show and send your comments, videos, and voice memos to grievances at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Our standards are low, so feel confident your correspondence will be seen and addressed on a future show. Rick Fink Jr., Mike Page, and Kathy Ferris. Kathy, what the K-A-T-H-E-Y, yeah. And Kathy Ferris are represented by the Bravo Talent Group. Get in touch with the show by sending your email to Leanne Bravo at smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Special thanks to our sponsors and listeners like you. And again, don't forget to tell your friends about Small Town Scuttlebutt. We'd like to boost our listenership by more than three. Because it's not just for our parents. Thanks for listening.